back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Fran Fraschilla joining us now. It's not even basketball season. I mean, we usually don't try to bother Fran until it's uh, even in conference. But, Fran, I got word you were in town. Well, the coaches were buzzing. The players were buzzing. And now you're headed out toward Lubbock to go see Grant McCaslin's Red Raiders. At least I assume that is the case. Have you made it to Abilene, Texas yet, where you were planning to, to make a stop? Uh, you know what? If the if the cracker barrel comes up before the end of the interview, the interview is over. So uh, <laughs> we we should be okay. I'm timing it perfectly, Mose. Yes, uh, Waco yesterday. By the way, Austin yesterday morning. Ooh. Houston Houston on Monday. Fort Worth and TCU today, and I will be in Lubbock probably by nine o'clock tonight. After I finish my chicken fried chicken and banana pudding at uh, Cracker Barrel. Do you ever do any Cracker Barrel shopping? You know, they always have that little shopping area. Have you ever purchased anything from one of those at a Cracker Barrel? It's it's impossible to not walk into that dining room and not stop and get some milk duds or something of the like. So, yes, I have done some shopping. Can you you give us a lean on Trey Johnson, the coveted 2024 player? He's apparently down to, those of us insiders like the two of us, knew that it was down to Baylor in Texas for like, what, the last couple of months, all right? Yesterday, everybody's reporting that breathlessly. It's down to Baylor in Texas. Well, we, we knew that, right? But um, do you is it really a 50-50 type proposition? This is a major 2024 player. Some would say yes. he's the best. Some say he's at least top three in that class. Yes. Uh, do you have a feel for it, or do you think it's still really up in the air? I, I don't. I don't have a good feel. I was 20 feet away from the young man up in Colorado Springs this weekend as they had the uh, USA Basketball Junior National Team Combine, the best uh, 24s, 25s, and 26s. He did not participate. Um, maybe a minor injury that looked serious, but I do not have a. I don't have any inside intel. I didn't even really ask about it, to be honest. Yeah. But he's a tremendous talent. I have seen him play. And obviously he's got some Baylor roots in the family, I believe, right? And they're, the dad. He's a Baylor dad, of course. And I have met the young man before. But, no, I don't. But, uh, yeah, 50-50, I think, you know, I would not put anything past Scott Drew coming up with another Jacoby Walter or Keontae George. Let's put it that way. Boy, Keontae's doing some good things, isn't he, already with Utah. And uh, if not for that injury he had last year, probably would have continued putting up great numbers. You seem to come away with a feel after being with that Baylor team that this may be a deeper and better team than last season's team, which was great on offense, not up to speed or up to par on defense. Uh, This was not a very good defensive team at all, especially up to Scott Drew's standards uh, in recent years. What what was your biggest 
takeaway other than you think this team uh, perhaps could go deeper than last year's team? Yeah, they've got six guards I like. Uh, they they really I don't I don't know if it's uh, certainly the, uh, the, the the national championship team and a couple other Baylor teams were real juggernauts. I'm not sure if this is a juggernaut just yet, but there's a lot of talent there. I've seen I've seen five Big 12 teams already, and quite frankly, they're all in the same mix. They're all top 20 teams: uh, Kansas, Baylor, Texas, Texas TCU, and Houston. And uh, I like this Baylor team. They they do have six guards. You know, each of them is a little bit different, has some different strengths. I think the most complete of the group is Kobe Walter, the freshman. So that should both excite Baylor fans and also they probably have come to a realization that if he's as good as advertised, he's only going to be around one year. But he's very talented. Uh, Miro Little is very poised. He's going to contribute quite a bit as a freshman. Really like him. Certainly uh, the transfer guards. Uh, Nunn is an athlete and Ray J is a scorer. Uh, D'Antoine Grimes has improved. Uh, I like him. And Langston Love is, uh, you know, built like a linebacker and will play with a lot of toughness. So that's the backcourt. Um, the three up front <coughs> youngsters from the continent of Africa. Uh, you know, obviously, Chamo Chachua, uh, Everyday mm-hmm. John, and Ojanwuna, and uh, Misi are all really talented. And then you throw Caleb Lohner, who plays with toughness, and Jalen Bridges. It's, it's a deep team. I think Jalen Bridges, Moes, could be a real key for this team because the last time many Baylor fans saw him play, uh, at least one of the last times, was that incredible game in the Big 12 tournament. I think he was 7 of 8 from 3 or maybe 8 of 9. I can't remember. But uh, if he plays to a level where he's like consistent from the outside – Given his toughness and hustle, I think he's a key factor for this team. There you go, man. Two minutes, I'm out of breath, and I've given you the rundown. <laughs> I hope you're not in that Cracker Barrel parking lot just quite yet. You could probably see it <laughs> off in the distance. Uh, uh, the uh, That Eve uh, Missy, boy, he, he yes. that's fascinating to me. Uh, shot blocker, yeah. rim runner. And he reclassified uh, to to play this year, uh, you know, and be a freshman. And I, I'm get, getting vibes that this guy could be one of the top centers in the Big 12. Am I putting too much on him, or does he have that kind of capability? Well, he does have that capability, and you are putting too much on both. Um, I think that we're going to see at times a three-headed monster at the five spot. We will see every day John playing some four. Um, I do love his potential. You know, I got a little inside information here because my son Matt, uh, who's very close with the Baylor staff, by the way, played at Harvard with Eve's older brother, Steve. So we've known about Eve's for a while. I will tell you, he's got tremendous potential. I think Josh O'Donnell has really improved. Uh, from what I saw at the end of last year, keep in mind, Mose, that Big Josh played way more in the first half of the year than anybody expected him because every day John was out. And when John came back somewhat unexpectedly, it, it took the shine away from Josh. 
uh, because he didn't get as many minutes as, as he had early. And John looks good. He's lost weight, as you probably know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just think there's a three-headed monster working there that each of those guys is going to be a major contributor at times this season. All right, Fran Fraschilla joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, John Jacobs, uh, my good friend, said you had yesterday a three-player illustration. He called it elite. He really liked what you brought <laughs> with your three-player illustration. Can you we share that really... with my audience? Yeah. I mean, John was yeah. uh, John is a guy. He <laughs> likes the media. He does not like to be on social media, but I think John <laughs> likes different people in the media. Thank goodness he likes me. He certainly yeah. likes you. But tell me about the three-player <laughs> illustration. What was that? Sure. Well, you know, I'm, I'm here to educate you, Mose. You know, yeah. make you a little smarter. Uh, I always say there's three categories of players. Group one, those that know, and very few players fall into that category. You know, maybe the elite in the NBA, the Chris Pauls, the KDs, the LeBrons, people who not only are great players, but they just know. They understand. They understand how to play. They understand what the coach is about. They just know. Group two is those that don't know, and that's the vast majority of players. When you coach in high school or college, you're really doing you're really dealing with group two. And a lot of young NBA players, by the way, are group two. They don't know, which is okay, because that's why we coach. Mm-hmm. We coach the guys that don't know. And someday, a lot of those guys will get to Category 1. But the group you cannot coach is Group 3. Those that don't know, they don't know. Because they think they know. And when you think you know, you think you know it all. And uh, you're not willing to be coached because you think you know more than the coach. So... I don't think Baylor, I check with the staff, nobody on the roster is in group three. Just about everybody's in group two, which means they're very coachable, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of potential for improvement over the course of the season. How did I do? Is that clear? Uh, I like that. Have you ever met somebody in media that's in category three? Okay, don't answer that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I particularly... You know, they seem to pop up when I was coaching. You know, now, now that I'm a card-carrying member of the media, it happens less. When I was coaching, I thought there were a lot of guys at Group 3. I really did. <laughs> I like that. Now, so if Baylor is to make a sweet 16 run, yep. what what has to happen? Like, what – Obviously, it didn't come together last year. They they, obvi- right. they don't play well usually in the Big 12 tournament. That doesn't seem yeah. to be a huge deal with Scott. But then they get knocked out in uh, in that what second round of the tournament. Right. But if they are to yep. break through and be like yep. a Gonzaga, who does this every year, right? I mean, to me, yeah. Fran, that's one of the great things about Mark Few. You can you can hold it against him. And he's never won a title. I get that. But the fact that they always make the Sweet 16 almost trumps. It doesn't quite trump a national title, but it dang near trumps because he does it every single year. And and I'm just wondering, in your mind, what does Baylor have, what has to happen with this roster for them to make return to the Sweet 16? Well, I I do think it helps if the three 
freshmen. Uh, Yves Missy up front, two freshman guards. If they mature over the course of the next four months, that certainly helps Baylor. Um, but overall, I would say chemistry. And I didn't think last year's team, that there wasn't a, to my, to my knowledge, there wasn't a young man on that roster that you didn't think had high character. They all seemed to be really good young men. But sometimes, Mo's, you know, the pieces just don't fit the way you think they would. And with, with L.J. Cryer, a scorer, with Adam more of a scorer than a point guard, with Keontae uh, George, an outstanding freshman, you know, I thought it just didn't fit. the w- and, and the defense, which you mentioned earlier, I don't think the fit was the way the fit was with some of those recent teams, especially in the backcourt, especially the national championship team. So, Again, nothing against any of those young men. They're good guys, really good guys, great guys. But I just think this team needs to check every ego at the door. Everybody understands they got a, a certain strength, and and they're going to be all role players, really. You know, great teams have a ton of role players, and, and I think they've got 11 guys on this roster that have roles, and if everybody – their role, I think this is a team that can be a Sweet 16 team and a very dangerous team in the tournament Um, because the talent is there, there's enough experience, and then there's enough terrific young talent in that freshman class. So chemistry is the issue, and again, not have anything to do with character, but more just how 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 does every piece fit together. All right, and Jacoby Walter, is that is that like legit when you see he could be number three in the draft? Is that, I mean, does that seem a little too high to you, or is that does that seem not with, does that seem within the realm of a well, possibility? Yeah, I think, I think you got to keep in mind that maybe unlike Keontae, where they just, you know, really had to count on him last year, you know, I, I'll, Jacoby has tremendous long-term potential. I think he's a better defensive player than Keontae was at the same stage. Um, There's a lot of offensive weapons there. I think Keontae handles the ball a little bit more like a point guard, which we're kind of seeing right now in the early returns in the NBA. Uh I did see that last year. I did. Um, But I also think that Jacoby, when I look at him, I say, I can't wait to see him when he's 24 or 25, not, not right away. Does he go in the top five? It could happen. But I also see that his long-term future is really, really bright and maybe not right away, even if he gets drafted high. All right. Uh, Fran, did you get to look over at the Foster Pavilion when you were in town? Did you take a peek over there? I know you're in Austin. You've seen Moody. You've now called games at Moody. Foster yep. Pavilion. Have you put on the hard hat yet and peeked in, or you, do you kind of want it to be all the way finished before you uh, you like to see the finished product? Yeah, I like, I'm a finished product guy. You know, I don't like I don't yeah. like to see how the sausage is made. You know, most. <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, but I know you know. Quite, quite frankly, can I be? I'm going to be honest with you, most. Okay, I'm. Yeah. You know, I, I love. Don't you love when someone says, "Let me be honest with you." Yeah. Yeah. You know, it means that I haven't been honest to this point. But, uh, no, I, I uh, honestly, I went out the back door of Ferrell to get the shortcut to 35, and I did not go down uni- university. Uh, so I did not see, yeah. you know, wh- where, the, where the building is. I w- now that you reminded me of, I certainly would have. 
But I, I scrammed out the back way onto I-35. Um, you know, didn't even get to the uh, to the my, to my bakery. What's my bakery uh, from Corsicana? Oh, Collins Street Bakery. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't to, I didn't even get to Collins Street. I just got back out on the highway and came up to Fort Worth last night. So yeah, uh, I have not seen Fossil Pavilion. I can't wait to see it in January. All right. Have you ever been to the State Fair of Texas? By the way. You know, let me. T- who are you talking to, man? <laughs> uh, can I tell you something? See, yeah, you think I'm some Italian guy from New York? <laughs> my wife, my wife's family, has not missed a state fair of Texas since mm. since '88, and I'm not talking about 1988. Okay, I'm talking about 1888. <laughs> so you you know the lovely Meg Frischella. Yeah, and she will be at the state fair next week. I will not be able to make it, but yeah. yes, I have, and yes, I do miss my corny dog this year. I'm dreading that. All right, man. Well, we'll uh, we'll get together at Tupanamba. You know, your next run through the Metroplex. Holler at me. Our buddy John okay. will be up there with his wife. Janet will be. She'll be giving us some feedback on some different things. And John will be asking her to to uh, to. <laughs> to to think about not sharing some of those things, but uh, great to visit with you. Uh, good tra- and tell McCaslin, we said, yeah. hey, I mean, I'm tired of populating the entire conference with coaches. I mean, we gave uh, Kansas State Tang. Uh, yeah. McCaslin is now at Tech. I mean, are they going to come after Jacus next? I mean, I my gosh, yeah. I mean, I would, I wish they would find their own coaches at some point. Well, Jay. Jacus is Jacus is ready to be a head coach. As is Alvin Brooks, and uh, don't forget our guy Paul Mills, who I think will do a great job at Wichita. And who knows where in the Big Twelve he could end up next next uh, time he you know has success. So, uh, hey, isn't that cool? You and I have lived through twenty one incredible years of the Scott Drew, Drew Scott Drew family tree, and uh, pretty pretty. Pretty fun. The only thing about that is I'm 21 years older than when I started at ESPN. Yeah, I'm not sure. You don't really look it, okay? You've you've found the way the uh, you know, to to dial it back there. But uh, uh, hey, listen, be safe travels. Great to visit you. with you. Appreciate all the insight. I'll talk to you soon. You will catch up with me soon, Mose. All the best. You bet. There he goes, Fran Fraschilla.